What's going on, guys? It is a special broadcast of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. That is right. We are live from the 2023 Sonora Rally, round number three of the World Rally Raid Championship. So we are absolutely looking forward to all of the stuff going on at the event and going through it. Five days of racing, one day of prologue. Prologue's the easy stuff. But these episodes are going to be super raw, so I hope you guys are enjoying them or going to enjoy them. We're just going to be doing the sights and sounds. That's right. We're going to be just talking. It's going to be cut interviews straight from the bivouac. What is going on right from there, right in the action. So I hope you guys enjoy and have a good time with it. So don't forget, like, share, subscribe to the episode if you like what you're listening to. If you got any questions, make sure you send me a message on Instagram. If you want to know something from one of the competitors, give me a shout and let's see if we can get them pinned down and get that question answered. You want to know how to get into rally? Let's get those questions out there. Let's see what they think. Anything you guys got, anything you guys want to know, let me know and I will try and get that for you guys. So absolutely excited. I hope you guys are enjoying the episodes and let's get to it. All right, so catching up, Luke. Yes, sir. All right, tell me, off-piste adventures. Yeah, so it's uh, it's kind of an idea that started a few years ago. You know, we, I started doing rally and coming down to the first Sonora rally, was called the Cortez Rally way back when. And, you know, each one of us from Kansas, we kind of uh, created our own bike and tried to learning, made our own mistakes along the way and all that stuff. And then, you know, when we come out here, we got like two different brands of bikes, different models or whatever, so spare parts is kind of like out of this world. And then uh, we kind of decided this year, try to kind of uh, combine our resources together. And so we went out there and bought like three brand new bikes nice. and built them up like the way they should be built from the get go. Cool. And the idea, it's like we're going to be kind of renting it by the hours for the members, mm -hmm. trying to make them as cheap as we can. The idea is like in two years when the bikes are off, we got enough money in the chest that to go and replace those bikes, you know what Perfect. I mean? But the idea is like this way it's going to be more affordable for people to do it, you know. But it's not like a f we don't want any free rider per se, right? Yeah. You would have to put it off some time or hunt for sponsors, try to help us mm -hmm. to go out there. And yeah, if you do that stuff, you know, based on, you know, you're going to kind of earn earning points and stuff like that. Yeah. And based on that, then, you know, if you're ranked and then can I bike available to go and race on around and all that stuff. And we pay as much as the cost as we can afford. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the idea, try to... Uh, to get more people to the sport, you know, I mean, obviously all the people in California and yeah. in the western part of the US, <laughs> you guys have sport, but you know, when we are from Kansas, we had an extra day of travel minimum and we don't have quite the terrain you guys have to practice on and whatnot. Yeah. So it gets pretty expensive pretty fast. So Yeah, I can imagine all the travel expense just, yeah. to, just to go to a place to ride and yeah. all that. They, I mean, you guys got a lot of back roads, stuff like that, you know, uh, we, maybe basic road books? Or? Yeah, so we do basic road books and all that stuff, you know, but back roads is kind of like big square, so one mile one way and one <laughs> mile the other way and all that stuff, so, yeah. which makes it even super hard because if you make the wrong turn, 
one mile you're going to find a road that goes the direction you think you should be going so it's it's going to take you a while to catch up that you're lost potentially and yeah. then obviously the hp we don't have any yeah. really anything unless we know the farmer around to make some <laughs> hp in his field you know and all that stuff so uh, that might be a little difficult yeah. to convince so that that's about it but you know with that being said there's some pretty nice riding and uh, yeah. and a lot of guys that try it even if it's the riding is not as good as here for instance yeah. They still get hooked to the navigation side of things, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, I think that's that's the big, you know, is getting getting just in front of a road book, right? You know, and it seems like you guys have got got the bikes and all that stuff. And I mean, you're just getting started. When did the, when did you guys well, so we basically got, open the doors? Yeah, we we got the bike uh, in December or whatnot, so yeah. we're just kind of getting started. We're supposed to have three riders because part of the deal is like we we believe that we can raise enough money to pay fully for one guy, one bike to come to Sonora every year. Mm -hmm. Obviously somebody that's never done riding to kind of get them hooked, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so the guy that kind of quote unquote won it this year, mm -hmm. he had some issues with his passport, so he's not here. Oh, so man. that's the way it goes. But yeah. uh, but he's pretty excited. Uh, he's going to come to Yellowstone in June. Oh, nice. So that, that'd yeah. be good. I think he's hooked and, uh, and that'd be fun. And so hopefully we can get more people uh, exposed to the sport because yeah. to be honest with you, I've been trying to uh, to try to get more people since I've started doing it here. Um, and every year, a new guy and all that stuff, and it seems like all the guys that tried it, they are still hooked to it, so yeah, that's it's good. Yeah, it's an expensive sport. I it mean, it, it, the startup is, but once you really get into it, I mean, I, I, I think right. of Baja and stuff like yeah, that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And and so the idea is try to make it pretty cheap to, uh, to get started into it. And at the end of the day, even the guys that are, like Matt is doing like four or five rallies, and he's part of the team, and he's going to be renting the bike, and it's going to be cheaper for him to come to off-piste mm -hmm. adventure than do it on his own. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the idea. Yeah, you but, but share the cost. You know, Matt is putting gobs of hours to build up the bike this winter, mm -hmm. and we went after sponsor and all that stuff. So yeah, um, that's that's kind of the way it is. The more you give in to the club, club product, whatever you want to, yeah. the more you're going to get back, the easier it is yeah. for you. So. Yeah, I definitely believe in that. I think, and, and I mean, it's like a rally family. Everybody knows yeah. everybody, yeah, and so. It's dangerous because, yeah, if you I try know. it, you're going to get hooked. That's well, it's just... like, you know, you come back here and you see his name and Scott Whitney and, you know, yeah. Mike Johnson. It's a hi and, you know, yeah. it's almost like you... I've known him for years uh, and yeah, years definitely. and years. So, so awesome. Well, one. cool. So what's next for you guys? What are you guys uh, scrutineering done with the bikes? So scrutineering is on. So now we're probably going to go back to the hotel and try to grab some dinner and then uh, go to the riders meeting yeah. uh, at 8 p.m. tonight, I believe. Oh man, that's and, running quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, then tomorrow after in the prologue, and then uh, and then that's going to be the nice. the event and trying to make sure Everybody. they both stay on two wheels. You know, Jordan, <laughs> that's his first ride. Oh, so that's going to be a learning curve, but uh, hopefully yeah. he's okay. He's a good rider, so he should yeah. be fine. And I think uh, just just for the experience. I mean, you come yeah. here in the bivouac, and especially now with all right. the FIM and the FIA trucks and all that stuff, it's like. Kind of like a kid in a candy store, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing these things. I'm going, man, this is uh, these are very different. I know, I know. You, know? you see them on TV, like the mini, you see them on TV, and then you see them in real life. It's like, holy cow, that's a pretty big vehicle. Yeah, it doesn't seem as big as they, you know, yeah. or I thought they were actually bigger, and then yeah. I'm seeing them now. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's not that big, yeah, but, 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 but but you're used to the monster truck in Baja, and yeah, all exactly. Stuff, all know, the trophy versus, trucks, and yeah, all that. so yeah. very no, different. But that's pretty amazing. So nice. I mean, that's going to be exciting to see them in the on track. I hope. I've got the spare bike now since this rider is not riding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hoping uh -huh, I can uh -huh. get on track to kind of see them go by and see take some big shells at some point. Oh, that'd be awesome. I, I want to hear these things in the dunes because they're in the way they're, yeah. I mean, it's just like, uh, so my understanding, maybe, you know, we told, I was mm -hmm. told that they were going to send the FIM and the FIA car 
before the national is that right? Yeah, that's my understanding is that's how it's uh, gonna go. So because I was thinking like national guys would get passed by the yeah, FIM, but that's probably not going to happen then. No. Which is probably better for safety, but uh, I think so. In the same token, the experience I remember the first time I was in the dune and a black trophy truck passed me in the dune. <laughs> <laughs> was pretty cool. It's kinda life changing, you know. I know you, you learn some know, things. Two days later I was stuck and so that was all good. <laughs> Part of it, yeah. It's part of definitely. it. Well, so. Awesome. Well, thank you. Anyway. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we'll catch up with you out again. Sounds great. Awesome. Thank you so much, thank you. Victor. Yeah. Hey, all. This is Victor with the Chasing Waypoints podcast. Super quick. I have been using encounter shocks now for about six months on my bikes, and it is an absolute go-to. Super quick and easy to install. Four bolts, and it is on the bike and ready to go. It has helped reduce the vibrations on the handlebars, the fatigue in my hands. And all of those hard hits is just making the bike track a lot better. So I absolutely love that thing. Check it out. Link is in the description, countershocks.com. All right. Catching up with Jacob Argybright. Welcome, Sonora Rally 2023. So, All right. Well, thanks for having me, Victor. Good to be here. Totally off the cuff, right? We just stopped you. <laughs> like, come here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wanted to catch up and yeah. uh, just say hi. We still got to do a recap show, so we'll get to that soon. But how are you feeling? Ready? Yeah. You know, I got back from DAC... Dakar, I took some time off, um, did some things I wanted to do, and got ready for this. And I'm excited because I was thinking, uh, actually, I think probably where I first met you, like Rally Comp, like all these different things, uh, my first experience was 2021 Snore Rally, which mm -hmm. was a long journey. Um, but ever since then, you know, I went to Abu Dhabi, went to Dakar, and now I'm back here. So it's just, nice. it's just cool to be back. Very nice. So you're on a RFR? Yes, sir. Nice. So... Ooh, that's the big forks on that thing too, isn't it? Uh, actually, no. I, I wish. Dude, they look huge. Uh, maybe it's the stickers. <laughs> nice. So, how does this compare to your Heron Helm bike? You know, it's it's definitely a bigger bike. I actually really like it. I, I um, the Dustco team arrived, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and we took it out to my normal desert, where I know my normal like Heron Hound bike, and it was cool to ride the big bike. It rides very well, you know, in the bigger hoops. It's a little, it's a little much, but honestly, it's very smooth. I was happy in the rocks, like doing some gnarly stuff, and I, I loved riding it there. Nice, yeah. I, I've heard that a lot that they're they're stable because of their weight, but yeah, not what you want to run all yeah, the time. Yeah, like it, just knowing how my my hair and hound bike feels and, and paying attention to this, it took a little bit, but yeah, it's smooth and it's nice and it's fast. Nice. The so, I mean, anything you're kind of looking forward to here in Sonora now with all this uh first to finish because last time I ruined a motor the first day I made my friend Larry go back to the states get another motor I ruined that one oh. I, so I was officially out of the race but Mason loaded me his bike I rode it for two days I crashed the last day broke the tower off so I'm just looking forward to finishing having fun um we're doing a little bit of testing on the bikes and as soon as we're done, there the Desco team is leaving bikes. So I'm actually looking more forward to after because yeah. I'm going to do a bunch of testing and try stuff and actually have the bike in the states for a while. Nice. So I did see uh, you guys are looking at doing some training. Yeah. Did I see that? Yeah. So uh, Rally Training Center, which is a part of Desco, is looking to kind of open a second branch here. Mm -hmm. And you know they've been so kind to me, taking care of me. Um, you know I want to help them out, and I like I like making roadbooks. I like teaching. It helps me, um, and it's just. You know, it's good practice for you. So, yes, we are looking to do some trainings. Um, more info will definitely be coming out after Sonora. Nice. Well, yeah, we, well, we have the recap show pending, so we'll yes. have it ready for that. <laughs> looking forward to it. And, yeah. uh, you know, kudos to you. I've, I've been listening for a while, and it's uh, 
it's nice to listen to. It's it's fun fun to listen to, and so yeah. just keep on trucking. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm I'm glad we have the same goal: get more people involved in this sport. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, on that note, I feel coming from my background in like Heronhound Desert Racing, and even you know, like there's a Baja crew and there's Heronhound like racers. I feel like I even have like a a much different viewpoint, mm-hmm. and and I'm excited to to bring that into rally and like try yeah. to get people in. So that's an interesting one, just super quick, but. A lot of people know, like, bucket list is Baja, and there's a lot of people that have a bucket list for the Dakar. But the Heron Hound, like, how does a Heron Hound work? Like, if you line up at the line, I know the bomb starts, which is absolutely yeah. nuts to me. But run me through a, uh, a Heron Hound so people know, kind of know that format. So Heron Hound is typically uh, two or three 40-mile loops. They are all different terrain. The first loop consists of everybody. Um, it's generally a little bit easier. Um, you do a bomb start, which you mentioned, which uh, all the experts uh, start at once, all the amateurs start at once, all the novice start at once, and it's usually 100 or 200 people just just going. You know, it's silent, then all of a sudden, just a loud roar of bikes. Yeah. Um, after the first loop, you come in, you do a pit stop. Um, the Some of the classes will not go out on the second loop. The second loop is generally tougher, um, and that's determined by age, skill level, and a couple other things. Okay. Uh, so. Some people go out in the second loop, tougher loop, you know. The first loop is a lot like rally terrain. Mm -hmm. The second loop, it's not hard enduro, but it's in between rally and hard enduro, I would say. So it's tougher, it's fun. Um, And then some, depending on what club or race or where you are, sometimes we'll have a third loop. Okay. But yeah, you just come in. Third loop, even worse or even more challenging or or mixed bag? Yeah, mixed bag. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they'll only make the pros go. Not so much anymore. But yeah, it's it's a mixed bag. And sometimes they just do it. Uh, for for length, um, our longest race is typically Idaho. Now it's not tough, but it's usually a, like 100 or 120 miles. Okay. And so that that's like I said, it's the longest race on miles and time. Mm-hmm. Uh, our races are typically between two and three and a half hours at, at my pace. Okay. Yeah. Which is which is fast. Yeah. <laughs> you may have not may or may have not shown a few people the fast way around the desert. I try. <laughs> What's the record? Where are you at now? Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, uh, your background uh, oh. wins championships. Um, I have one National Heron Hound Championship in 2019. Mm-hmm. I have one Best in the Desert Championship. I think it was 2016. Nice. One AMA National uh, West Hair Scrambles Championship. Two overall uh, Vegas Torino wins. So overall the cars and the bikes, which yeah. is pretty cool. Nice. And not easy. I, yeah, I went to ISCE. I didn't finish, but I loved it. Yeah. Um, second at uh, the Mint 400, which was incredible. Uh, unofficially fifth uh, overall at uh, Abu Dhabi Desert Challenge. Yeah. And 22nd at the Dakar. Nice. Dude, and, and finish. Yeah, and, and a finish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. Not and, an easy. But, yeah, I guess... Uh, on the Dakar note, if anyone wants to go, you should definitely go. It is worth, what, however long it takes you to get there, it's worth every bit of time. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to helping share your story because I think that's that's really cool. I mean, you come from a racing background. I know there's a lot of people. That, I get emails all the time of people that are interested in racing. Like, they want to get into rally, but where to start, you know? Yeah. It's, that's their... Yeah, and I, I, we, I think a lot of us have the same viewpoint. I'm like, it's a high entry barrier, but once you get into it, it's not that difficult, but just getting into it, it's very daunting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all of us 
you know, on the on the WhatsApp rally chat, yeah, are like, <laughs> are, yeah, are like trying to get people in, and I think we all have like a good mindset towards it. Yeah, exactly. Well, awesome. Well, I'll let you get going. I know you got you got more stuff to do on the bike, and you got a riders meeting tonight, right? Oh yeah, uh, nice. I don't even know. I I should probably go. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Thanks for having me. Good to yeah. see you. Nice. See you.